following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino casino.com and download that eagle access app tuesdays on the huge radio network are presented by the incredible soaring eagle casino and resort in mount pleasant michigan are you ready for huge opinions on the lions tigers wings pistons michigan msu and every sports team in the state of michigan It's time for The Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, The Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. Ah, yes, we are ready. Thank you, Hot Voice. Eric Zane with you in for Bill Simonson once again on this fantastic Tuesday across the great state of Michigan where uh, I guess we're starting to fall into the what's described as the heat dome. Uh, it's, it's kind of gripping the nation and working its way up to the Great Lakes states. So uh, buckle in. Uh, it's it's going to be a warm one for sure. Uh, Brad, do you have any uh, pets? Uh, or children that we need to know of that you could potentially lock in a car because no. if that's the case, you got to get them out of the car. I got pets, but they're being watched right now. Yeah? Yeah. So they're not in a car. Dogs are being watched yeah. inside air conditioning. Yeah. You don't. You know, it always drives me crazy when I see people on these warm days walking the dogs mm. and the dogs are that. Oh. <laughs> It's like, oh, come on, man. That dog needs to be in, in the house sleeping or something like that. The dog hates you. Yeah. That's how you make enemies with your dog, for God's sake. That's exactly how. Uh, so, okay, look, Brett, do we have anything to give away? Because we had a heck of a time doing that yesterday with the Incubus tickets. No, uh, not today. No. no okay. Sorry. That's all right. Well, later in the week, maybe with um, uh, Risden. Yes, I hope so. All right. Now, as great of a time as we had yesterday on the show. I think we have an opportunity to surpass that today with a full slate. Uh, first of all, this hour, Dan Hasty is coming up next hour, not this hour. I thought you said Hasty was this hour. Am I getting that wrong already? No, I said he's 420. He's 420. Yeah, Jeremy Reisman is this hour, right of Detroit. I had it backwards. That's okay. Okay, now he's at at the Lions training camp, and is I cannot wait to get this guy in here to talk about what's going on because that is what uh, Michigan is talking about right now, the Detroit Lions. I understand Jamison Williams, the guy who's training with the team but can't play the first six games because of the whole uh, gambling deal. My gosh. Um, he uh, a little bit hurt. Uh, no big deal, though. Want to talk about that. Want to get an update on uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who yesterday on the show, and I was listening back to the first hour because we kind of replay that later on, mm-hmm. uh, I referred to him as C.J. Garden-Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time that Bill gives me compliments about my sports knowledge is improving, 
things like this happen. C.J. Garden Johnson. Well, that was horrible. Uh, so anyway, uh, Reisman will be in here to talk about what's happening. And then Dan Hasty in the following hour to talk about uh, the Detroit Tigers and what is happening with the Detroit Tigers high A affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps. Is Hasty taller than you? I mean, you two both are gigantic individuals. I think we're pretty close. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, when you... Him and Bill are in a room, and I'm there. I mean, I'm a little fella. It's it's horrible. I'm reminded about how little I actually am. Mm -hmm. Okay, but uh, still growing, as we've indicated uh, yesterday on the show. I talked to you about how I'm throwing away all of my tight-fitting clothes because the clothes the clothes continue to shrink, or I'm getting uh, fat in a in a very very quick uh, way. So, Brett, I'm not kidding you. Yesterday, I went and stopped at two stores. Now, when you're a guy like me, who most of the time I'm in my house doing a podcast yelling at clouds like an, like an imbecile, uh, I don't need uh, like an elaborate wardrobe. However, I splurged yesterday, Brett. Yeah. Two stores. Walmart and then Costco. <laughs> this is a Costco shirt. It looks good. It's a you? fantastic shirt. Oh. It's it's buttoned down. I look like an adult, and uh, I, I normally I'm wearing uh, t-shirts of uh, things that I've never participated in that I got <laughs> free because of working at radio stations. Yep. But I was a little buddy then. Now I'm uh, obese. So uh, moving forward, I figure looser fitting clothes would help me not look like a sausage. So. Go to Walmart. Now, that is where this story takes us. Now, I could open up talking about the hot sports stories, but I'll get to those later because, to me, this is more important. Okay? Which, by the way, uh, in all seriousness, there is one story that is actually rather serious that I, I'm going to touch on now so that you guys know that I actually did pay attention. LeBron James' son, Bronny James. Have you been following this one? Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, cardiac arrest mm -hmm. while playing basketball practice yesterday morning uh, for USC. And uh, I, 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 you know, they're not sharing many details what happened here, but James was transported uh, to the hospital in intensive care and then has now is in stable condition and is out of intensive care. So uh, hoping and praying that he makes a full recovery. But I, I am curious as to what went in, were there life saving measures that were put in place? Um, because, you know, we remember what happened to um, Damar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills when that when that went down. He went into cardiac arrest. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't know what the circumstances as to what could have brought it on, but that was a, a desperately scary story, uh, to say the least. So that is uh, definitely top of mind today. So I wanted to get that out there, and uh, hopefully a good outcome for everybody involved. I can't think of anything worse um, than uh, as a parent when your kid is uh, is in that type of condition. So uh, the requisite thoughts and prayers. I know that a lot of people use that as kind of like they just throw it out there, but legitimately, you know. Okay, now, as that settles in, this is where we go into the absurd. Brett, I'm at Walmart. Now, for this story, there is a very sensitive portion to this story. Now, I know how Bill feels about certain subject matter on the huge show, and I respect that at all times, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, and I know you're already nervous. Yeah. 
part of the story, which I won't say, is a uh, the naming of a body part. And I'm not going to use that name. I'm going to replace the first letter of the body part with a W. Okay? I walk into the restroom at the Walmart, Brett, and I had a terrible feeling because there's someone in there, mm-hmm. and they're talking, and they're seated. They're in a seated position, and all I can see is this person's feet, Brett. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, boy, this is awkward. And there's a conversation happening. This gentleman is on the phone. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. And so I hear, I'm not really paying attention to the conversation, and thank God it ends. So I'm like, this guy obviously knows that I'm in here, but he places another call. I only hear half of the conversation, and this is what he said. Yep. The heart and lungs look great. And then there's silence. And then he says, and it has a weenus. <laughs> and then through the phone, though it's not speaker, I can hear the other party. It's a female voice going, oh, my God. And they're overjoyed. And it, I put two and two together. Are you putting two and two together? Somebody had a child, yes. Here's a, a baby. <laughs> the guy had just seen an ultrasound. Of his child, and he's informing someone who's overjoyed on the other line that there's a baby boy coming to town, Brett. And it happened. And the guy's seated. I mean, he's, you, he's, he's so excited. He's you. so excited. He's talking about having a baby while he's kind of having his own baby. Okay? You didn't dump that, did you? No. Okay, no, no, good. No. I'm all right so far. Oh, yeah, you're fine. All right, Brett. Well, so I was like, holy moly. <laughs> so I'm still standing there. He knows I'm there. So I lean my head back and I, and, uh, I go, congratulations. <laughs> Swear on a stack of King James Bibles. I said, congratulations. And he pulls the phone away. He goes, oh, hey, thanks. Thanks, man. I go, yeah, way to go. And then that, that was it. I was done. Wash my hands. Of course, I didn't really. I just left. Uh, and then that was it. Have you ever heard anything so incredible? That's crazy. Now, this is the type of thing. These things happen to me all the time, Brent, where these kind of stories like reveal themselves to me. And I'm like, all the time, I'm like, I cannot wait. I wish the huge show was starting right now. <laughs> and all the while, when I was uh, debating this story, I was like, well, I, w- I, I don't want to say the one word because even though technically I'm just naming a part of anatomy, mm. I can just imagine uh bill would he might be upset and i don't want him i don't want to i don't want this to hit sensitive ears brett because you you know this is a radio show and we got to keep this above board this isn't some you know fly-by-night willy-nilly idiot podcast here this is a radio show heard all over the great state of michigan marty boer bill simonson and any other bigwigs uh what's the guy who does the baseball games shepherd matt shepherd matt shepherd all these people are counting on me right now on this show right now to deliver to deliver yeah, a fine story. They are. How many stars do you get that give that story out of five? A four point seven. Four point seven. I'll take it, my friend. Mm-hmm. All right. Big things coming up on the huge show today. So glad you are here talking lions. Uh, I still feel really energized about this football team. 
Um, I, I keep seeing more and more of these stories about the Detroit Lions uh, doing great things. More and more people are, are jumping on board. Uh, one of the things I'm excited about is the Detroit Lions social media team um, does a great job in um, these moments on in video, and they have their own um, YouTube documentary about the draft. The Lions, like I think they call it like inside the huddle or in the war room or something like that, where you get to see how they do what they do. And I find nothing more fascinating than the inner workings of a football team when they're putting it together and coming up with their draft picks. So it's like hard knocks. Kind it of. is. It's their own version gotcha. of it. You know, you just can't go wrong with it. I'll even watch the New York Jets hard knocks because I'm always fascinated in the stories. There's nothing better than those moments. Mm-hmm. You Did you and you uh, obviously enjoyed hard knocks? Oh, last I, year loved, the Lions? I loved it. There's nothing better. You could have a reality show about anything, and as long as you're getting real moments, frank moments, like, for example, if we did a reality show about what goes on here on the huge show behind the scenes, Brett, oh, my gosh, (laughs) the, the, the conversations would be all bleeped out, you know? It's true. We could have an entire segment on just Bill eating Jimmy John's. <laughs> here you go. This is an entire video segment about Bill eating Jimmy John's right here in the studio, which I think we're breaking some kind of rule by eating in here. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you're a big shot like Billy, who is uh, right now on tour with Jason Aldean <laughs> in a uh, Save America tour. That's a, a yesterday. I, I got some of that wrong, but he right now is touring with Aldean. So that's cool. So I don't know. That's a, I haven't heard about anything Jason Aldean related other than that. So very, very cool. Hoping to check in with him. We will replay Trump on sports in the last hour here on the show. And that will get us to the end of my time, hopefully unscathed. But Jeremy Reisman in the next segment. Can we cut? Can we cut loose now? Because I'm out of talent and content here. Jeremy Reisman from the Detroit Lions. Am I getting that wrong? <laughs> no, I just... No, you're good. Did, I didn't say his name wrong, did I? You just said I'm running out of talent. I thought that was funny. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought I did something wrong. No. Okay. It's coming up next. It is a huge show all across Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Hot winds and scorching July nights. We've turned up the heat, and one lucky player every hour has the chance to win up to $5,000 in sizzling premium play. Blaze in to win red-hot prizes every Friday, 7 to 11 p.m. It's scorching July nights. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Matt Golden and his team at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. They just got exciting news. Tullymore once again has been ranked as one of America's top 100 greatest public golf courses by Golf Digest. Number 73 in America. And you can experience Tullymore if you've never played before. You need to get up there. There's a Tullymore Golf Course, St. Ives, 36 holes, great stay and play accommodations, or if you just want to book a tea time, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR. Go to TullymoreGolf.com 
tullymoregolf.com. That is tullymoregolf.com. You can book a tee time for this summer, stay and play package throughout the end of the year, or even look ahead to 2024. Go to tullymoregolf.com. That's tullymoregolf.com. And congrats to everybody at Tullymore for being named one of America's top 100 greatest public golf courses by Golf Digest. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together at the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. You can register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is live all across the great state of Michigan. Eric Zane filling in for Bill. Questions, comments, concerns? Maybe not now because we're bringing in Jeremy, but still, as always, 866-838-HUGE, 866-838-4843. Opt into the HUGE text chain by texting HUGE to 21000 and then fire them off. You're officially a keyboard warrior at that time. And also sign up to get uh, uh, Bill's Daily Motivation Blast. He sent me one today, and uh, it said, you know, despite wearing looser clothes, you're still fat. Thank you, Billy. Uh, Brett, Twitter is now known as X. I saw that. I don't understand it. I don't either. You know, I mean, it's always been Twitter. <laughs> They've always had the bird, you know, mm. and uh, you're firing off a tweet. And apparently now we're supposed to fire off an X. <laughs> it just doesn't work. No. No, it doesn't work. I mean, why would you? That would be like changing the name of Pepsi to like acid. For no reason. <laughs> or, like, I think it's a huge mistake. If you if it was like the huge show and Bill came in and says, all right, I'm going to change the name of my show to uh, Ice Cold Takes. It's, I mean, no one would know what, it, what that is. Speaking of Twitter, you can follow Jeremy Reisman online, at Detroit Online, the Pride of Detroit podcast as well. Jeremy covering training camp for the Detroit Lions. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate the uh, mix of time here. Have you fired off any X's today on social media? <laughs> uh, I have plenty, plenty of X's. That's like the <laughs> lifeblood of uh, of you of you writers, and you're doing an amazing job covering the Lions. Um, in fact, on the uh, on uh, Pride of Detroit, I was just checking out an article from one of your. Um, 
compatriots, Eric Schlitt, thank God for the L in that one, about uh, Jared Goff and Amon St. Ra are firing on all cylinders. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a big day um, for, for those two, particularly Amon Ra, um, who just looks like he's, you know, he's not a guy that's ever going to lose. I would think that the motivation that he has and uh, just continues to get better and better and kind of perfect his art there. Um, but it's, it's kind of a welcome sign because when we saw this team team in the spring, it really seemed like kind of the defense had the offense's number, which was a, a little bit of a surprise uh, given how good the offense was last year and how, how many struggles we saw the defense go through. But now it seems like maybe, you know, they're, they're installing a little bit more with their offense. They're, they're getting a little bit deeper into their playbook and they're kind of catching some of the fire that they had at the end of last season. So, um, yeah, they're, they're picking up where they left off at the end of last year. And, uh, and Amon Ra just looks like the, the guy that we've known for the past two years here. Uh, I mean, in what you see on a day-to-day basis. Uh, so that momentum carries from the end of last year. They're all very familiar with, with this, and it's just kind of like building all this momentum going on. Um, wh- when you say deeper into the playbook, are you seeing things that you haven't seen before? Not, not necessarily. I think just when you when you're in the spring, it's more focused on like getting the basics down, um, not not throwing too many like. I, the, the, the term that they like to use is eye candy, right? Is, is the play action. It's kind of um, some of the, the ball fakes, things like that. We weren't seeing a ton of that in the spring, and, and that's pretty normal. That's just them, like, you know, getting the fundamentals down, and now you, you just kind of basically get into what they were doing. And, and we've talked to some of the, the Lions coaches and players, and um, I think their approach to this year is obviously you have to grow and you have to evolve because if you just kind of stay still and assume you're going to be able to reciprocate or re, re produce, I should say, um, you know, the, the fifth highest scoring offense that you did last year by doing the same things, you you know, you're, you're falling behind. Everyone has all that on film now. So, um, but, but at the same time, they know what they do well. And so I think part of them are up for the challenge of like, we know what we do well. We don't care if you know what we do well. We think we're good enough to beat you, even though you know what we're going to do. And so it's kind of a balance between adding a, a few new wrinkles, but at the same time, staying true to what you know you're pretty good at. Uh, Denzel Mims is a newcomer, and uh, from what I'm understanding, he seems to be making an an impact right away with this team. Yeah, I would say yesterday's practice was a little bit more notable than this year. This today's practice, not that he was bad today, but he just didn't see a lot of balls come his way during uh, 11 on 11 drills. And that'll happen when, you know, there's 14 wide receivers out there for you, but um, definitely the, the speed jumps out in an instant. We talked to him yesterday and he talked about, he immediately jumped into the playbook. You can tell this is a guy who's very motivated by how his career went with the jets, how it all ended. We know he asked for a trade last year finally got it this year and so definitely playing with a chip on his shoulder he talked to tw- he talked to jared Goff for like 20 to 30 minutes the day he got traded so that he can get deeper into that playbook so that it can kind of hit the ground running and i would say the early returns are, are positive you know i think he still has very much a long way to go to make the roster um but i think he's he's put out a good first step here and you know once the pads come on in, in a couple days here uh, i think that's when he's going to really have the opportunity to, to to show whether you know he's just kind of a, a a workout machine or if you know once things get physical once things get real can he get physical and and start working his way up the depth chart i find it interesting that this um with jameson williams missing those first six games practicing with the team now a little bit hurt but not a big deal as i'm understanding 
Do you think he's feeling pressure when a player like Denzel Mims comes in? Because he never really got started last year. And now there's people that are going to be taking reps away from him and getting an opportunity to, to show what they can do. Do you think that that plays in the back of his head? Maybe. Um, to me, he seems like a very intrinsically motivated guy. I, I think he he's eager enough to get out there himself. Like I know Lions fans, including myself, are, are just kind of chomping at the bit to see what this guy can do on the field. But from everything I understand about the guy, like he is just as eager, if not more, to, to get out there and show what he can do. So, you know, I, I'm sure he's a little bit frustrated by being sidelined here for, for a day or two or whatever it ends up being. But, um, you know, I, I think he's more internally focused. And so bringing in Denzel Mims, bringing in, you know, you know, and Antoine Green as a seventh round pick, those sort of things, I don't think it necessarily impacts what he, he wants to do. But he certainly knows like you said, you know, misses most of his rookie season, which I think was expected, and now missing the, the first six games of this season, he knows the pressure is on him to, to produce, and, and I think he's probably up for that challenge. Jeremy Reisman from the Pride on Detroit, Pride of Detroit, excuse me, podcast, and you can follow him on Twitter at Detroit on Lion. You can find him there. Uh, are the Lions? Do you think that they pay attention to the hype? Because as the days pass in this training camp, more and more people outside of the Detroit area and Michigan area are starting to talk about them seriously. Um, what do you What do you think that they are experiencing as this all unfolds? Yeah, I think the, the general gist we get from the players is like, we're, we're trying to block it out as much as possible. We're trying to stay like we, we feel like the underdogs. We want to stay. We kind of want to keep that mentality where we haven't proven anything yet. We haven't gone to the playoffs yet. We haven't done this. We haven't done that. But they're also kind of at the same time admitting like it's unavoidable. You can't you can't not hear it. You can't. You know, people are, I'm sure, tweeting things at, him, at at these guys every day. It's on ESPN, that you know, inside the building. I know they have NFL Network playing all the time. And so it, it's there, it's in front of them. But I think their mentality is we can't buy into this stuff too much yet because, again, they, they haven't proven anything. They haven't won the NFC North in 30 years. They have to continue the mentality that got, that got them to where they're at now, which is we're the underdog. We still need to put in the work every day. We still have to, you know, prove to ourselves and prove to everyone else in this division, in this, in this league, that the lions aren't going to just be a hype machine. Um, we, we've seen lions fans and, and, and sometimes even the media think that this team is, is ready to finally turn things around and it hasn't happened. And so I think they're kind of leaning into that history of like, we don't want to be the letdown lions like we have in the past. Yeah, it's really remarkable for me. Uh, this is the 43, 43rd year that I've been following this team. And though, you know, they didn't even make the playoffs last year. But yeah. I, I cannot express how exciting it is when you look at this team on paper and the potential. Um, and, and honestly, when it started out last year, when uh, I think it was 0-6, people were calling for Dan Campbell to be fired already. Yet here we are probably more excited than we've ever been ever uh how do you feel about that well, yeah i'm with you it's, it's truly a, a remarkable change in like a complete 180 in feeling about this organization in less than a year because you're absolutely right this team was one in six they had you know sheila ford had to come down from her you know ivory tower and say hey i still believe in this i mean that was that was last October, where anytime you have an owner that, that's coming down to talk to the media, that, that's bad. You're in a bad situation. Um, you, you never want to be in, in the kind of situation where your owner has to clarify that they still believe in the front office. They still believe in the head coach. 
And, and lo and behold, two months later, this team is beating Green Bay, a place that they never used to win at all. And, and they had nothing to play for, and Green Bay had everything to play for. And, and you, you win eight out of your past ten games. Um, it truly is kind of remarkable how far this, even just the perception of this franchise has gone in, in a matter of months. And it's hard to disagree with it, though, right? Like, it, it, it was understandable, I think, to be frustrated by the lack of wins when they had only had you know, by that time, what, four wins total under the Dan Campbell era. Right. And I think it's also completely understandable to be excited when they go eight and two down the stretch. So uh, it, it, it shows that sometimes these things take patience. It shows that sometimes when, when you are knocking on the door, you know, they came very close in a lot of those first six or seven games. Um, you, you, sometimes that the patience does pay off. Now, Again, that's, that's always a hard sell to Lions fans, right? It's like, be patient. When the Lions are losing, just be patient. It's going to turn around. We've, we've been here a lot of times, and, and that turnaround never happened. But, uh, but it did last year, and I, I, think, I think it sent a lot of good vibes going into this offseason. Jeremy Reisman from the Pride on Detroit podcast. You've seen Dan Campbell. You've interacted with Dan Campbell year one, year two, during that one and six start, and up to now. Has his demeanor been the same during the bad times as they were when the momentum was starting to build? Is he consistent in basically how he handles himself? Yeah, I would say, yeah. I'd say, I mean, it it becomes kind of a cliche with some people where they say, like, they're the same person every day. But Dan Campbell is, is the same person every day. And whenever anyone asks me what it's like to be around that guy or, you know, what's he like when, you know, he's not behind the podium, I tell him like his mo his best quality and maybe most defining qual- quality is his genuineness. Like that guy is genuine when he's in front of the camera. He's genuine when he's behind the camera. I mean, he is just himself every single day, and uh, he can be an emotional guy at times when when it, it requires it. But he can be a very calm and sturdy guy as well. So it's you know what you see on Hard Knocks, what you see like all that is is him. He's just unequivocally, unapologetically himself, and so. I don't think any of the hype is necessarily impacting him. I don't think the lows were necessarily impacting him in, in a way other than, you know, what it normally would. And so um, I think I think he's just – he's that steady leader that um, is, is going to be consistent on a day-to-day basis. And uh, he can be a certainly entertaining one at times too. So uh, I'll take that as, as a – Yeah, yeah, I like him. It just – I don't know. I just – something about the guy. It's uh, – you know, and, and, and when we would watch the Lions – you know, I'm just a fan, for God's sake. Uh, and, I, and I would see Matt Patricia. And for some reason, when Matt Patricia would talk and the, you know, hey, uh, respect the team, sit up straight in your chair, all that nonsense. I just, I don't know. It just the likability wasn't there. Can you compare how the team is with Dan Campbell as to the way they were with Matt Patricia? Was there a different mojo then? Um, because even though they're professionals, I'm of yeah. the opinion that because of the way the leadership was back then, it you know people don't want to come to work as much because they've got that to deal with. Yeah, and and obviously you know when a team is winning, it's going to look a lot different when when they're losing, and so you always have to at least factor that into the equation of of what the the vibes are in in the locker room and things like that. But the one thing I'll say is like when it comes to media relations players are so much more relaxed under this regime. They're, they're so much more. And, and this is something that the coaching staff preaches, not only to the players, but their fellow coaches is like, be yourself. We're not here to censor you. We're not here to tell you, you need to say this to the media. Or you need to say that to the media. They are very much themselves. And sometimes that means letting loose a square. Sometimes that means, you know, 
playing around with the media. We, we see a bunch of, you know, players jump behind other players while they're doing media sessions and things like that. So they're, they're again, it's, it's that authenticity that you feel from this coaching staff trickling down to um, the players. And, you know, it, it was not like that at all under, under right. Trisha. Everyone was walking on eggshells. Everyone was kind of turning to the PR guy and like, am I, am I allowed to answer this question? Should I say something here? And, um, you know, while, while that's only a media facing thing, you have to wonder if that sort of thing affects the rest of your job. If you have to kind of walk on eggshells everywhere you step, maybe you don't play as hard. Maybe, you, I mean, if you're, if you're fearful for your job, if you're fearful of getting scolded out at every step of the way, it's obviously going to affect how you do your job. And so just from a management standpoint, everything seems so much looser, so much more relaxed. And I think when you have that kind of working environment, you probably perform a lot better. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why I work here with Bill. I mean, he's always, you wouldn't believe how the guy is just a wealth of joy. Yeah, <laughs> it helps. Um, so basically, they're having fun. And, and I guess uh, when they're supposed to have fun, but when it's time to work, they're going to work and doing the right things, at least early on in the uh, practice sessions that you have seen, Jeremy Reisman. Yeah, oh, yeah, no question. And, and that's, that, that's part of, like, I think the agreement there is, like, when you're in front of the media, when you're in the locker room, you can goof off, you can play, you know, ping pong, you can play video games, whatever. But like, once you step on the field, everything changes. Like you have to be locked in. You have to be putting in the work. You have to be putting work in the, in the, you know, the weight room, all that sort of stuff. Um, but it, it and, and, and again, that goes back to some, some of the tenets that, that Dan Campbell believes in, which is, you know, you got to believe it. You got to be yourself. You, you, you gotta, you know, be a football player when, when the thing when, when the opportunity calls for it. But when you're off the field, you can do whatever you want. Be yourself. You know, as long as you're not getting into trouble, as long as you're not breaking the law, you're, you're, be yourself. That's fine. And, and sometimes you need that, right? Like you need to kind of compartmentalize your life so that when you're in the building, you're in work mode. But when you're out of the building, you can relax. Exactly. Jeremy Reisman at Detroit Lions camp last year during hard knocks, Malcolm Rodriguez emerged as this kind of like darling, you know, and, yep. and, and it did kind of, he parlayed it into a, a pretty darn good rookie season and had a strong impact with the team. Uh, early on, we don't have the benefit of watching that this time around. Um, are you seeing any, uh, any budding storylines that may come out of left field for, for some of the fans? As, uh, as you watch these players practice? Yeah, I would say, depending on how tapped in you are to the Lions, the name Starling Thomas, I think, is one that you might want to know this year. Um, an undrafted guy, um, cornerback. He's a, a blazing fast guy, and I don't think he's necessarily going to get a lot of time on defense, but he is a guy that, at this point, I'm expecting to make the team, which is kind of surprising given how, better, how much better the roster is to be thinking at this point, this early in training camp, that an undrafted guy like make the, the 53 year man roster, but he's, he's fast. He's physical. Um, he's probably going to be the team starting gunner uh, on the punt team. And, and he's, he's, he's a scrappy dude. He, he went up against uh, Jermaine Effetti, an offense, a veteran offensive tackle. They got into a little scrum today at practice. And so, you know, if he's got that kind of like fiery attitude, you know, that this coaching staff is going to love something like that. And, you know, God forbid the Lions get in a, another injury pinch in, at the cornerback position. I think he's a guy that might be able to step in. <laughs> That's a lot to ask of an undrafted rookie, but um, given that fiery attitude, I, I really compared a lot to Jerry Jacobs in his first year, who obviously went from an undrafted rookie to, to now, right now, being lined up as a line starter. Uh, you said Starling Thomas? That's right. Okay, I want to make sure I get that right. 
Excellent. That is good to know. Um, my gosh. So that is uh, that is fantastic. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit podcast at Detroit on Lion. Am I, I'm getting that right, right, Brad? Did, you got it. So it's at Detroit on Lion, you know, yep. uh, on Twitter. Uh, all right. I tell you what, covering training camp, it is a uh, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, and I can't wait to talk to you again. And go Lions. Thanks for the the, uh, the opportunity, Eric. I, I, I loved our talk as well. All right, buddy. Jeremy Reisman. What a, what a guy. How about that? Yeah. He is uh, he's covering it there. That is good. He, you know, it's those conversations that don't bring me down at all because, like I said, I am not grounded on this football team. I'm ridiculous. 16-1 Super Bowl champs. I'm saying it loud with authority so that when I get it right – uh, you will then say that you heard it from me. Okay, why not? Why not, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. Uh, we've got another segment this hour that we're going to get to, uh, and then next hour we'll be bringing in Dan Hasty from the West Michigan Whitecaps. It is the huge show all across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. In 2022, 5,773 people were seriously injured in crashes on Michigan's roads. 1,123 of those people didn't survive. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police reminds you that traffic safety matters to everyone all of the time. In the summer months, Michigan's roads are even busier. More traffic means more risk, but you also have more opportunity to do the right thing. Get to where you're going and do your part so everyone else does, too. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the 
huge show and X's and bros, or just text golf to 21,000 to enter. That's golf to 21,000. The trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf, all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light. So grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times. Always enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back, everyone. It's The Huge Show all across Michigan. You can find us online, thehugeshow.net. 19 great radio stations, Brett. That's true. We gotta. When are we going to add the 20th? What's up with that? Working on it. Yeah? Oh, it's like some... I, they, you see, they, they don't reveal that to me, ladies and gentlemen, about the next big acquisition. Bill's going to start buying radio stations. Have you been following that story about how radio stations are like starting to sell now? No. Yeah, like uh, top companies have like, uh, you know, you go to a town and they own like uh, five radio stations. Yeah. Well, like some of these radio companies are having to like uh, sell some of them. They need like an infusion of cash. So there you go. Pool our money together. and We could just call it Huge FM or something like that. <laughs> you could work for them. We would own the town, Brett, we for would. crying out loud. <laughs> All these cast-offs and nobody's getting together. And, uh, yeah, finally a place for your old pal EZ. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have been run out of every radio station here in Grand Rapids. Except for this one, somehow. Even though at one point I was asked to leave here. But, but, it wasn't because of poor behavior. All right? Um, well, actually, you know, when I was across the street over at Cumulus, I wasn't like, go oh, for poor behavior. It wasn't until after they let me go that I started to behave poorly. Okay? That's all that is. That's called remembering a jersey number. Anyway, uh, just so glad to be able to be invited back here on the Huge Show all across Michigan. 866-838-HUGE or dial in on the HUGE text chain. Just text HUGE to 21000. Brett, during the break, I said to you, how much time do we have? And you said eight minutes or so. I ran all the way down out of the building into the parking garage to grab this this little bag of brown coffee. You left the building? I did. I went all the way to the parking. I climbed up all the way up the steps to G. All the way back down, and then here I am because of this coffee. You would think that they could at least have some coffee. (laughs) They do, but it's decaffeinated. And I'm like, who in the world uses decaffeinated coffee for crying out loud? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the story of Justin Dodem. He's a pro golfer on the PGA Canada Tour. He was uh, competing in the Ottawa Open this past weekend. Now, Brett, I know you like to golf. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doden cheated. He uh, scored a seven on one hole, like in the water hazard. It was a complete catastrophe. Yeah. And then this idiot. Well, first of all, in golf, you know how they use uh, they 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 use a pencil and a scorecard, right? Well, first of all, why 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 do we do it that way? We have uh, the the era of technology, and these jerks are using a pencil and a scorecard. I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Dodem is such a moron, he was going to miss the cut because of that seven. 
And this stooge took the card and said, hey, I'm going to check the math. And he changed the seven and he erased it and erased his nine subtotal and then his 18 to be two less. He he wrote down that he, he was a five. Oh, no. What a, that's a colossally, I mean, you could, that's like the worst sin you could possibly do in golf. I mean, he could have, like, uh, beaten a member of the gallery and there would have been less of a punishment. That's how screwed up golf is. And uh, he says, I am here to confess of the biggest mistake I have made in my life to date. I cheated in golf. This is not who I am. Oh, no, it absolutely is who you are. I let my sponsors down. This sounds like one of my apologies on the radio, Brett. (laughs) I let my competitors down. I let my family down. I let myself down. I pray for your forgiveness. So the PGA Tour Canada uh, was already investigating this thing, and they have not said yet what's going to happen to this guy, but I'm guessing this is it. You can't cheat in golf. We all know that you can, you can get away with a lot, but you cheat in golf like that, that's going to be the end of it. He'll probably be in, like, celebrity boxing in a couple weeks. What a catastrophe. All right. The next hour, Dan Hasty from your West Michigan Whitecaps, the play-by-play voice for uh, quite some time now, will be joining us. And uh, we'll talk about a whole lot more coming up as Hour 2 of the Huge Show is uh, coming at you. You can call us anytime, 866-838-HUGE. This is the Huge Show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino casino.com and download that eagle access app tuesdays on the huge radio network are presented by the incredible soren eagle casino and resort in mount pleasant michigan welcome back ladies and gentlemen it is the huge show all across michigan eric zane filling in for bill Bill and I have come a long way over the years. Remember the first time I ran into Bill, downtown Grand Rapids. I was with my old mates on the old morning show that I was on. We didn't know whether we were coming or going. A bunch of fresh-faced idiots walking down the street, and here comes Billy. He's with a guy by the name of Matt Hamlin. You've heard that name before, haven't you? Yeah. Matt and Bill are walking. Bill had a long black coat on. Something like a, what a mafia don would wear. Like a trench coat? No, it was like uh, the, the kind of coat, an overcoat that you wear like with a suit. I got you. You know? He probably just got, he probably didn't have anything on underneath it. He's just walking around with that. It was 85 degrees out. You see him? And Bill was, uh, Bill's what now? He's in his early 60s. So, imagine Bill in his early 40s. Probably 42, 43 years old at the time. Turning heads. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's Hanlon, there's Billy, 
my uh, Greg, Chris, Eric, we're like introduced. Hey, how are you? This is, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Women are throwing underwear at them. It's, it's unbelievable. And then things got weird because your old pal EZ started to pick on Bill. And then it took a, a, a bad turn. And I, I said things. It was, it was ugly. He, he wanted to pulverize me. But, but, at one point, we actually had a, it was like, um, you know, like uh, Ukraine and Russia are fighting. And uh, when you call a truce, I'm not kidding you. We actually, there was a call made, can we just get a truce? Okay, so it was tentative. All right. And we left it alone. Time passes. Eric wears out his welcome. Eric gets fired. February of 2016. I'm out on the street. I don't know what to do. Guess who I hear from? The first person, Bill. And that started a love affair. He's like my brother. What do you think about that, Brett, huh? That's great. That's a crazy story. <laughs> I know. Considering where we were. And you led me to him. I him did. to me. I did. I did. I was working across the street. Bill was on the air, and he needed a producer. And uh, you, you, uh, I said, hey, buddy, I think, I think this can work for you. Mm-hmm. And then here you are. How many years later? Seven? Six years. Six years? Yeah. My gosh. Thank you so much for being here. 866-838-HUGE. That's 866-838-4843. Speaking of Bill, um, he may be a little sad. Uh, the word came down that... Um, well, the word is coming down that it appears Michigan football will be without the services of one Jim Harbaugh for the first four games of the season. Is, is this breaking news or is this, is this, this is just today, right? Brett? Yeah, within the past couple of hours. Here's the, uh, the words from the story. After allegedly lying, that's a strong word. They're saying allegedly lying. To the NCAA, to NCAA investigators last year about potential rules violations within his program, Harbaugh, who maintains he never offered knowingly false information, is working toward a quote unquote negotiated resolution with the NCAA that's expected to yield a four game suspension this season. You see, I hate that. I hate that you can sit there and say, no, I didn't. And they're going to say, yeah, you did. Now, that's a he said, she said. It's like, give me proof. What's the proof? You know? And if you're Jim Harbaugh, you're like, well, do I fight this? And then this goes on and on and on. Or can I just um, accept it and still maintain that I did nothing wrong, but take this so-called punishment in this ridiculous kangaroo court and then move on with my life? Now, as it stands... Uh, Michigan should uh, win those first four games by a combined score of like 150 to nothing. But still, you don't you don't want that to happen. Um, Harbaugh, 59, uh, said uh, all along, I didn't do anything knowingly. Michigan is expected to be ranked in the preseason top five coming off of its second straight Big Ten title. Uh, first four games, East Carolina, slaughter, UNLV, murder, uh bowling green i think no wait a minute oh god you know don't you hate this you're reading the story directly and all of a sudden you get something that sabotages what you're doing that's horrible well nevertheless it's just an ugly set of circumstances 
for him to have to deal with this at this stage of the game. And if you're a fan of Michigan football, you're like, come on, this is absolutely absurd. Um, Bowling Green Falcons at Michigan Wolverines. And then uh, the fourth game, he would miss Rutgers at Michigan. So at the end of the day, it'll probably be fine, but just ridiculous that it can go to this level at such an alarming pace, too. Uh, Unrelated, but ridiculous. If your kid's playing soccer or everywhere else, football, keep encouraging them to do so. Fans of uh, Kylian Mbappe, he plays for uh, a French team. He is described as soon to be the best player in the world. He's 24 years old. He is a star of a League One club, and I think I would say Paris Saint-Germain or PSG. Uh, the Saudis, a team owned by a bunch of, uh, like a Saudi conglomerate, uh, the team is known as uh, Al-Hilal, wants Mbappe for their team. Brett, they are willing to part for one year of play, a billion dollars for Killian Mbappe. He's that good, and they want to win that bad. A billion dollars. A billion with a B. He would play soccer for approximately 11 months. You're looking at about 30 games in that time. Now, not all of that money goes to Mbappe. PSG would get north of $300 million for that. It's like um, like, a, like a franchise fee. Yeah. They're like loaning them out. Mm-hmm. Mbappe would get a salary for one season of $776 million. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wow. That blows away anything we see here from any athlete anywhere ever. Ridiculous. That might be the collective salary of like all the best NBA stars. For one year, 24 years old. I ask you, how do you stay motivated to do anything for $776 million for 11 months worth of work? I've broken this down. Brett, $776 million per second in a year. There's X amount of seconds in a year. Yeah. For every second of a year, 365 days, he's going to make $25 a second. A second. <laughs> which is a dollar more. Wait a minute. It's twice and one dollar more my hourly wage to voice track Big 101.3 across the hallway here, Brett. In one second. Just to breathe. Wow. Unbelievable. $776 million salary for one season. As Front Office Sports also details, this would allow Mbappe to leave for Real Madrid next summer if he opted to. 
Uh, also reported that Al-Hilal is amendable to a longer deal if Mbappe were to prefer that. So they're giving this guy all the power to do whatever he wants. He can stay with them. I, I, I can't imagine making such a decision. Uh, not surprisingly, the offer set the Internet onto a frenzy and has had uh, fans of literally all sports, including the NFL, NBA, and others, basically losing it over the news. 24 years old, 776 million dollars brett do you remember the first time you got your first job in radio and you were guaranteed like a fifteen thousand dollar a year salary i mean how over the moon you were about that <laughs> yeah. i mean it was like ecstatic it, we thought it was like uh, you you know you think that it's an inexhaustible amount of money <laughs> my god holy cow well congrats i guess that's like, you know, because the Mega Millions, is, there's going to be a big draw. I think it's, it, it might even be that much. They, they just had that one Powerball draw, which was like uh, an unbelievable amount of money. The Mega Millions is being drawn for that. It might even be today. So somebody could win that money. This guy's signing contracts for that amount of money. That is sick for, in my opinion, is a horribly boring game. Now, look. I know Bill is like Mr. Soccer half the dang time, but I, I Brett, I've tried. I, have you tried to sit down and say, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to watch this? I'll be honest. I've not tried. No, you got to try it. I will. Okay. I will. Uh, and, and um, I mean, I have, and uh, I, I'm guessing that if the women's world cup, if they're into the final game, I would sit down and watch it. Um, but I, I, it's, I'd rather watch NASCAR. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? What what is it that I'm missing that all my friends are like, this is so great? And I'm like, no, it's not. It's great. This guy's getting $776 million for it. I don't care. Yeah, right. In the next segment, Dan Hasty, big soccer fan, probably earning about the same amount of money as the uh, play-by-play voice of your West Michigan Whitecaps. Uh, he, you know, not only does he know a lot about the Tigers and obviously baseball, Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball, you name it, he is a, a very knowledgeable person on a number of other subjects. I'm going to ask him about stocks and uh, accounting, various things like that, and uh, radio. We'll talk about all those things. Brett, this is the huge show across Michigan. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature sides, and Roots legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Westside Beer Distributing. Now, they're proud to support the Folds of Honor Scholarship Program, benefiting the families of fallen and injured soldiers and our first responders. Folds of Honor provides scholarships for education to ensure our heroes' children can attend college. And Westside Beer Distributing has contributed over $100,000 since the program started and will be donating another $15,000 this summer to the Folds of Honor to help a local hero's child. Anheuser-Busch, which is the Folds of Honor's longest-standing partner, has donated over $21 million to the cause. Budweiser and Bud Light will continue to honor Folds of Honor this summer with special edition 16-ounce aluminum bottles. Look for them at a bar, restaurant, or retailer near you and support this great cause. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. Oh, yeah, that's that John Fogarty, I believe. Fortunate son. Reminds me of my old classic rock days, Brett. Eric Zane filling in for Bill Simonson on the huge show all across Michigan. Something very awkward just happened off the air. Brett. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett's computer. When I was here last time, I opened it up and uh, his email was there. And uh, I was I was very nosy about whether or not what, uh, you know, so what I did was I put in the search function, I typed my last name to see how many emails would pop up that said, oh, God, I got to work with this fool again. Now, there weren't any. Of course not. So I walked away. But I did not, like, uh, clean up after myself. And Brett discovered that I was rummaging through his email. And he just brought it up. Brett, that is, I'm so sorry about that. It's okay. That is, that is if a you com- want to find the bad stuff, you got to look through my phone, though. Okay. Yeah. That is a complete betrayal of trust. So I mm. wanted to say uh, to you in front of God and country and Dan Hasty that, uh, you know, that's like, a, that's like something you get fired for, Brett. I forgive you. Uh, I don't think you should. Uh, well, let's bring in Dan Hasty, the uh, voice of the West Michigan Whitecaps. Uh, Dan, did, did you hear that nonsense? Have you ever uh, been really embarrassed of something you did? 
I mean, thank God you didn't look through his search history. Oh yeah, now that would I think he's smarter than that. You know, thank you the Lord. I mean, there's there's a reason that stuff's private. You're darn right. It's been way too long since we've spoken, Dan. Uh, you're back in West Michigan, uh, Fort Wayne in town, isn't that right? Against the West Michigan Whitecaps. Yeah, that's right. They're the San Diego Padres minor league affiliate. It's kind of funny because last year they went out and traded the major league team for Juan Soto, the outfielder from the Nationals, and they traded for Josh Hader, who was pitching for the Milwaukee Brewers, and they traded, like, everyone. So, basically, Fort Wayne's team was that meme of Will Smith from the Press Prince Bel-Air just standing in that empty living room, (laughs) and it was great. Because we just pounded him over and over and over again. Oh, Not so much anymore, but it was a good time. So at that time, they, they had to scramble to uh, populate the minor league team after that big trade. Uh, I'm actually pretty sure they started Eric Zane at second base. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 just, they just start calling up the local high schools. Have, you know, that, that happens from time to time. That, that's one of the many nuanced stories that become lore in minor league baseball. Uh, all in an effort to help the big club, of course, but still, this you get to see, you get a firsthand uh, bird's eye view of uh, things like this and what it's like uh, as a play-by-play voice in high A baseball. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's really tough for the teams that have to deal with it, but that's kind of what you sign up for, right? I mean, if you're a minor league team, you know that there's a chance that at some point your guys are going to be gone. I mean, if, if it's not a trade, it's a promotion. If it's not a promotion, it's an injury. And like, they just, the rosters are so fluid here that we just kind of enjoy who we have every day that we have them. Like for example, tonight, uh, Spencer Turnbull is making a rehab assignment. So the guy who threw the no hitter a couple of years ago is, and, and was in West Michigan back in 2015. He was part of the last championship team. He's here and he makes the start for the Whitecaps tonight, which is pretty cool. And as always, you can get tickets at the box office and get them online. And uh, it's always a great time. I, I've always uh, marveled at the fun that takes place. Uh, you guys put on an amazing show. The, the games are, uh, you know, uh, it's so much fun to watch. And then, all, like in between the innings, there's always there's always fun things that are uh, that are happening there. Well, and you know that's because we've got two of the best people in all of minor league baseball. And I and I'm not just saying that. Like I know everybody likes to say that, but not only are they two of the best, but the, the proof is that they're two of the longest running people in minor league baseball at the respective positions. It's Bob Wells, who's the MC on the field. He's the the director of fun. Is his official title correct? And so he's been there for a long time, and you obviously know Bob. And then there's Michael Newell, who's the public address voice at the ballpark. So if you're coming to LMCU ballpark, like that's, those are your gatekeepers. Like that's who you meet when you come watch the Whitecaps in person. And there's a reason they've been doing it as long as they have. It's because they're really, really good at it. You guys are getting set to embark on an expansion of the facility. Isn't that right? Yeah, a big one. And so, you know, there's been kind of some mandates from Major League Baseball to do a few things 
for every single team. Like they, they, they want to essentially just make sure that buildings are up to a certain standard. Not like the Whitecaps have this problem. They really don't. But they want to renovate every so often. So they're going to do that. And so it's a big renovation. And they're going to make a concourse that's 360 degrees around. They're going to do new locker rooms. They're going to have new batting cages that you can actually watch from the concourse. So you can watch guys like hitting cages, just like walking around the concourse of the ballpark, which is really cool. So there's a lot of different things that they're working on right now. And we'll start to see some of those changes next year because they've already broken ground on things like that new locker room. That's exciting. So, uh, what, and when will that actually be completed then? Well, they said it was a multi-year renovation. Gotcha. So for, for this particular set, what they're working on now are batting tunnels, locker rooms. Uh, so I think the, so those two things I think will be done. And then they've got a couple other things that, that happen the year after. But essentially for like the next three to five years, I would guess, there are going to be some significant changes just about every year. Uh, the uh, main purpose, of course, of the West Michigan Whitecaps and, and all teams that aren't a major league club is player development. Uh, do you know how the Detroit Tigers feel, how um, the Whitecaps are doing in that regard? Yeah, I mean, I think you know what really boils down to for the Tigers is how they look at their coaching staff and how their coaching staff's doing. And if nothing else, they've given a pretty big endorsement to the manager in West Michigan. And I'm not sure if you've had the chance to meet Brian Pena, but he's a character. And uh, he's very much like the Cuban version of Ted Lasso. <laughs> an absolute rallying point. So to be able to have a guy like him around, the, the players absolutely love the guy. And so to be able to spend some time with them uh, and, and to see, you know, what the players do for a guy like that. I mean, they, they, they will, I know it's kind of cliche, but they do like run for, you know, through a wall for this guy. So he, they like having him here. Um, kind of the, the leader of men sort of mentality, right? You're Dan Campbell sort of move. But overall, I think they're pretty happy with them. And, you know, they've got a lot of things that I think that they're happy with in terms of looking inside the numbers. But, you know, overall, I think they just love the fact that they've got an affiliate that's so close to Detroit. I mean, Spencer Turnbull couldn't start for the West Michigan Whitecaps if the West Michigan Whitecaps were located in El Paso, Texas. Right. Is where some different affiliates are located for these teams. Not every team is so geographically friendly like West Michigan, which gives them a real advantage. Have the Caps always been a Tigers affiliate? I can't I can't remember the 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 timeline of it. The first 3 years the Whitecaps were, and when this is when they broke into baseball as a franchise, they were affiliated with the Oakland Athletics. So they've had three years with the A's, and then ever since it's been with the Tigers. And now the Whitecaps could probably beat the Athletics straight up. You know, I'm pretty sure we did. Like about a month and a half ago, they were just wearing Lansing Lugnuts uniforms because that's who they are now. So, oh. um, Wow, that is... That, that's fantastic. So Pena is eternally optimistic, like you indicated, when you first encountered him, uh, you know, uh, uh, maybe like in an interview setting or introducing to the team. Uh, I mean, what was, what, what was your first impression? Because that's probably held true. Well, uh, he, is, he is energy personified. I mean, he, he is a, a lightning bolt in that way. So, you know, to be around him, 
uh, if, if you're having a tough day or if you're not 100% or if you're a little sluggish, Brian Pena will pick you up. He's very much that, that kind of counterweight to that personality. So uh, he, he's, you know, he, he comes with a built-in advantage, too. And this is something that doesn't get talked about a lot at this level, but the fact that he's bilingual. I mean, you've got all these players that are 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, and some of them are drafted. They played college baseball in the United States. But just as many of those players, there are players that grew up in play in Latin American countries like the Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico or Venezuela, and they don't speak English. So it's really, really nice to have a manager who can communicate directly with everyone in that locker room, which is not something that every locker room has. It's really important, I think, for teams to do that, and it's rare that you can find it in a manager. No, it's wonderful. I mean, you you just saying that, I know how, how many, like that scenario when you get a guy uh, coming in, and he's in some cases alone. I would say in a lot of cases, these guys come into town, and, you know, it, it's got to be difficult to be concentrating on baseball when you're in a new town, uh, new people, and it's daunting. And then you have a person in a leadership position who uh, has no problem at all communicating in your, in your uh, uh, native tongue. Well, and keep this in mind, too. When players come to West Michigan, and this is especially true now after Major League Baseball took ownership of the minor leagues. This happened a couple of years ago after the pandemic. So now what happens is, is after this restructuring of minor league baseball, the Tigers went from being a low A affiliate to a high A affiliate. So that doesn't sound like a huge change, but I can promise you it is. I mean, Spencer Torkelson a couple of years ago would never have been a West Michigan Whitecaps if the Whitecaps were a low A affiliate. He would have never come through West Michigan. But because they are high A, you get better players. But what also that means is that these players who start out at these like super low-level rookie league teams, the Dominican Summer League, the Gulf Coast League, the Florida Complex League, they're all doing that in like the same area. There, there's all these like little ball fields next to each other on the backfields of Lakeland, Florida. And so once they graduate from the little backfields, then they go to the, the now low-A affiliate, and that's Lakeland. So they basically just walk over to the big stadium in the complex, that big stadium being the spring training home for the Detroit Tigers, Joker Margin Stadium. So they go play at low-A, and then, and only then, if they, if they do graduate to West Michigan – then is the first time that they leave that area. So who knows how much time they've spent working with English classes and acclimating to professional baseball. Some guys have had more time than others, but a lot of times when they come to West Michigan, it's like it's almost like they're being tested on the field and off the field too, which they continue to get that that knowledge and that development while they're here in West Michigan. So it's pretty, it's a lot of work. I mean, these guys have like 10, 13 hour days. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it sure about, is. My gosh. Off. Dan Hasty is our guest, the play-by-play voice of your West Michigan Whitecaps and how long have you been doing that for Dan 10 years I started in 2015 so like eight seasons I want to say now with the Whitecaps and prior to that what was up 
<laughs> Before that, well, I worked in Detroit. So I was doing work over at the, the sports radio station in Detroit. I was doing the Detroit Lions for a couple of years, doing their pre-half and post-game show. And I was reporting for the Tigers and the Red Wings and the Pistons and all that stuff. Right. It was back when those teams were actually pretty good. Okay, uh, it's, uh, it's It's been a little bit of a change ever since that time. We're kind of all still waiting for that to change. But But the dream was to be a play-by-play voice of baseball, yes? Oh, yeah, always. And, uh, you know, since I was a little kid, I mean, that was always what I wanted to do. So, you know, and plus to do it in West Michigan, because when I was a kid, like I, I got to know West Michigan. That was the first minor league team whose game I ever went to. I, I used to come camping on the west side of the state. So when I would come over here, I would make my parents basically try to, like, talk them into taking me to a Right, game. right. So, then eventually, so, though, when the, when the gig opened up, you had to apply like everybody else. So there was probably dozens of people uh that were trying to or maybe even more trying to get that gig um can you take me through as hundreds even uh i mean when 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 you get that call that's that's incredibly exciting I, i i cannot imagine that i mean even just the call that you're being considered and ultimately you got the job and you've been doing an amazing job doing it but can you kind of put into words what a young man who's trying to find his way as a broadcaster is, oh my God, this is it. It's happening right now. (laughs) Well, you know, it's, I think the biggest thing that young broadcasters can do is make relationships. You know, there was, you know, a lot of time that I had spent working on calling games and doing play-by-play and honing that craft. But the, the truth is, is it just as important as that is meeting the right people, meeting the important people. And I remember when I was an intern uh, with the Great Lakes Loons, actually. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, obviously that's part of the listenership right now with ESPN 100.9 out in Midland. But when I started there, I was always circling the date on the calendar where the Whitecaps came to town because I grew up a Tigers fan, so I was always excited to see those guys. And so when they came to play Great Lakes, their front office staff would often make the trip as well. So I got a chance to get to know the the higher-ups and the decision-makers in West Michigan, got to know them really well. And so when that time came now it wasn't kind of like a cold call. It was more like, Hey, like if this is open, like, you know, I'd be happy to talk to you guys about it. I'd love to, as a matter of fact. And so, you know, the the best thing I ever heard was one of those people say back to me on the phone. I was just about to call you. Oh, <laughs> so that was the game changer. Right, that right. happened. That, that, that's when it all kind of came together in my mind saying, okay, maybe this is a, a real possibility. And sure enough, it was. So we were really, really, really fortunate. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's been been going great ever since Stan Hasty, the voice of the West Michigan Whitecaps. Uh, okay, the Tigers. Every time I look at the standings, are six, seven games out. Yeah, they're, they're not really going on any type of tear, but we still live in a world where the division isn't that solid. So you know, uh, glass half full, glass half empty. Uh, what are your thoughts, if you could encapsulate and? And and uh, and in whatever amount of time, what you think about is happening? Yeah, well, I'll give them credit to this end. They have kept the conversation going because they've played well. I mean, you take two out of three from Seattle, you get three out of four against Kansas City, you beat San Francisco. So they did everything that they've been asked to do. 
Um, the, the thing is, and I like that Scott Harris kind of left it open-ended. So, you know, he could say, well, they can change your, our minds and we'll see. But here's the truth. Like, the Minnesota Twins are playing even better baseball than the Tigers have been over the last 10 days. And even though the Tigers have played really well, the Minnesota Twins have played even better. So, you know, you kind of need two things to happen when you're a handful of games back like the Tigers are. You need them to play well, and you need the team in front, like whether it be the Twins, the Guardians, whoever, in this case it's the Twins, to slip up. And to their credit, they haven't. So that has now put the Tigers in this position where they've played well, but since that conversation, they're farther back in the division than they were when they started. It's not the Tigers' fault. It might right. be their fault from what happened at the beginning of the season. But, again, like the expectations weren't insanely high anyway. So, I mean, the, the Twins pulling away, I think, is the big wild card here. So, you know, the Tigers are, are probably if, – if they do buy, I don't think it's a straight buy. I think it's a buy and sell kind of simultaneously. I think they'll take the pieces that they don't have long-term control over. They'll move them. Maybe simultaneously they go bring in a bat or something like that. But if they do buy, that's probably what it looks like. If they don't, I think we know what that looks like. I think it looks like Eduardo Rodriguez, Michael Lorenzen, those guys probably being the the most attractive pieces for other teams. And I'm sure they're going to get some calls on those guys. Is anybody going to get their hands on Shohei Otani, do you think? <laughs> yeah, absolutely they will. I mean, the, the Los Angeles Angels, they have the, the most attractive organizational asset probably in the last half century of Major League Baseball. Like, how many teams can trade one guy and give another team a frontline starting pitcher and an outfielder who can pop 40 homers a year? I mean, he's probably going to go 50 or 60 this year. So, yes, I mean, you'd be absolutely out of your mind not to deal Shohei Otani. They, they can be set up for years of success in the future by making this move. And, and again, can't stress this enough. Shohei Otani is a free agent at the end of the season. Right. And if the Los Angeles Angels want him so badly, then just trade him and then re-sign him. <laughs> like, like, double dip, dude. Like, I don't understand why this is so difficult for the Los Angeles Angels. Like, if you have somebody in this situation, like, baseball doesn't have to be hard. And so to make the move like this, I mean, it's just it's an open and shut case. And I know he's had a lot of time there, and I know they like him a lot, but you got to move him. Uh, yeah, do you have a thought as to who will actually make enough of a play to be able to get him? Uh, you know, I think, I think I have a better idea of who's going to make the play for him after the season than I do right now. Okay. I, I really think after the season, I, I think the Los Angeles Dodgers are an exceptionally big favorite to land him. I, I think the Dodgers of all teams know the kind of impact that he makes in the L.A. market. And they also have a really, really good organizational team build. Like their, their roster is set up really well 
I mean, so is everybody else, right? But they're also really competitive. And that's the thing that Otani just hasn't had in his career. And they're chock full of prospects. They've got a ton of major league talent. Like, you know they're going to be good for the next five to seven years. So if you're Shohei Otani, like the Dodgers, and plus, I don't think Shohei Otani probably has to move. <laughs> like, I mean, how cool is that, right? right? I mean, right. he doesn't have to, like, pick up and back up everything. So I think the Dodgers are going to be the huge favorite to land him. Dan Hasty, voice of your West Michigan Whitecaps, of all of the amazing promotions that have taken place, what, uh, which one do you remember the most or look forward to the most? Because sometimes they do them each year. Do you have a favorite at the ballpark, Dan Hasty? Um, I have a lot of promotions that I love, but I appreciate that you asked this because I have one in particular that has always been and will always be my absolute favorite in West Michigan. So they bring, so the Whitecaps bring in a, a guy. His name is David the Bullet Smith. And I don't know if you've ever seen this at our ballpark or not, but essentially what he does is he travels around. Some, some different spots throughout the country, and he brings with him a human-sized cannon. I and have seen this. <laughs> have you seen this? Yes, okay. please, so please. He, so he sets up his cannon in shallow center field. He gets so, he, and he doesn't look like uh, he, like he's like he's not like a super athlete. He's like a 50-year-old dad who like goes to PTA meetings, but he also puts himself into a large cannon mm-hmm. and shoots himself out at baseball games. It's the greatest oh, thing ever. You know, so. you're right. I've seen it. It's fantastic. <laughs> and he's very acrobatic when he because uh, he has to curve his body a certain way to land appropriately. Yeah. Now, if you really want to do something fun, bring someone with you to the human cannonball, as he's known. Bring somebody with you who's never seen him to the human cannonball night and then try to convince that person next to you that that guy doesn't actually do this for a living. And tonight's his first try. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. I highly recommend it. My mom was at the actually at the ball game like a week and a half ago, and I had her thinking he was like a tax attorney right. who just decided to give this a try. Right. It was the best. Yeah, you can say it's like a guy who lost fantasy football or something like that, and this is his punishment. <laughs> it's a punishment. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fascinating, though. He brings his own, like, net, and he sets it up behind home plate. So it's like, He's really a one-man crew. Like, he doesn't have, like, a huge support staff. He's just a dude who sets up a net, climbs into a cannon, and gets shot out and just flies over the ballpark. It's like only that little net to catch him, and somehow he nails it every single time. That's fantastic. And it's coming up this year, right? It already happened this year. We had it earlier in July. I know, I know, but trust me, okay. he will, it will not be the last time he's in West Michigan. Can you imagine if we got Bill Simonson to do it? He'd probably get stuck in the gun. I, I kind of <laughs> would like to explore this. If we, can, if we can touch base with Bill and his people, yes. I'll touch yes. base with the human cannonball and see if they're looking to reload that. Dan Hasty, you are uh, just so much fun. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, from a personal level, when I heard that Dan Hasty's going to be on the show, I was like, oh my god, this guy is just a consummate pro, and uh, you're just so much fun to talk to. I've always enjoyed over the years all the conversation, and I can't wait to do it again. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you having me. All right, Dan. Thank you so much, Dan Hasty, the Got voice it. of the West Michigan Whitecaps. You can go see the Whitecaps. Well, they're playing all the dang time. The uh, Fort Wayne. 
Tin Caps are in town if you're on the west side of the state. If you really love baseball, hell, come to Grand Rapids and hang out for a weekend and uh, uh, take in a bunch of games. They do an amazing job there. You can get a huge beer, too. Bill Simonson Beer. Bill's got his own beer. Holy cow. I think it's like $16 for it or something like that, so whatever. But uh, nevertheless, all going on at the ballpark. Okay, we are approaching the end of hour number two. We have one more segment coming up in just a bit. This is the Huge Show Across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We are inside the leadership locker room with my good friend, Greg Harris. Greg has a new book out called Sage Advice. And for somebody listening right now, Greg, what's inside that book? Unbelievable clinkers that I learned growing up with my parents and grandparents. Things that they gave me to think about. Warnings or encouragement. And they go from all the whole spectrum would be sports to life to business to ministry, raising kids. Uh, Some very funny stories, but hopefully things that you can take away and say, I can lead my life better because I read about it and I'm not going to do what Greg did. Whether it's business or your personal life, Sage Advice, the book is for you. Greg Harris wrote it. You can order it today at MaximizeLeadership.com. That's MaximizeLeadership.com. Or get it by calling toll-free, 1-888-308-1600. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MerckBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is live all, all across Michigan. I can't talk. I sound like I'm drunk. I hate it when I do that. I do that. I, all I got to do is say the huge show is live all across Michigan. <laughs> it's fine. I've, uh, sometimes I lose faith in my ability to do simple things, Brett. And I'm glad you're here to cheer me up. We don't have a ton of time here, but I do want to uh, point out that in the next hour, 
Uh, we're going to do an encore presentation of Trump on sports in the second segment of the hour. Uh, my cousin worked for the Trump campaign and then later with the federal government. And um, through a series of circumstances, I was able to put in a request to uh, speak with him. And uh, I'm not getting my politics into this. My uh, goal was just let's let him talk. And uh, the first time we did it was right here on this radio station. And, um, well, he insults me and is, is quite mean to me, frankly. Uh, but he, is, he agreed to come on again yesterday um, for another segment called Trump on Sports. And, and Bill likes that because Trump talking sports is something people want to hear. So you will be hearing in the second segment of the next hour, actually Donald Trump joining me on the huge show. Good look forward to that. And uh, we will break that down. I'm looking forward to uh, having the former president on. This is the huge show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And welcome back. The uh, third hour of the show beginning right now. Eric Zane filling in for Bill Simonson. Brad, this is our uh, this is our last hour together, man. Not forever, though. No. Never say never. Never say never. That sounds beautiful. Word on the street is, though, that I may be back here in uh, first part of August, second week in August. Yes. Filling in for me, though. Well, when I fill in for you, you know, I like talk to Bill. So I'm thinking that. You know, you need to be. I I want you to have a bigger like uh, you know spot on the show when I'm not here. You know, I you're kind of like my uh, foil when I'm in here. I I I'm going to utilize the talents that are before me and get your voice on the radio. I, I appreciate that, but I don't have this. I I have less sports knowledge than you do. I would say. Well, it doesn't matter. We're just looking to entertain people. It doesn't matter if we're talking uh, X's and O's. Or X's and bros. <laughs> oh, See that? Yeah, I like that. Or uh, or whatever, you know? We'll have to run that up the flagpole. Uh, you're never going to say a word about it. Nope. Can you imagine if you said, Bill, uh, I want to talk to you about my role on the show, and I think you should feature me more prominently. <laughs> He'd throw you out of the window. I, I don't want that. No. I don't like that. Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh is expected to be suspended for the first four games of the upcoming college football season. This is a negotiated resolution between the program and the NCAA, according to Yahoo Sports. So the first four games are loser schools. I think it's like Bowling Green, East Carolina, 
Rutgers and some other patsy who Michigan's going to murder. You know, I feel bad for those four teams, you know, because the Wolverines are going to make them pay even more because of this, you know? I if I'm the Wolver if I'm Jim Harbaugh I'm like okay these first four games forget about beating Ohio State forget about national championship the goal is to win collectively four hundred to nothing in those first four games to make these guys humble after me having to sit through this stupidity I hope they lose them all you know that Michigan loses <laughs> yeah what's wrong with you I'm a state fan you oh you're a state <laughs> fan oh okay I see where you are. Uh, anyway, Harbaugh is accused of providing false or misleading info to the NCAA during an investigation into alleged recruiting violations made in 2021 during an extended recruiting dead period stemming from COVID-19. Boy, I tell you what, that's a poorly named thing. Anything involving COVID-19 and they're calling it the dead period. Who's the idiot that did that? Quote, we are continuing to work cooperatively with the NCAA staff on an enforcement matter. Harbaugh's attorney, Tom Mars, told ESPN, at this time, we are not allowed to comment on possible penalties or other aspects of that matter. That's to be expected. Now, the NCAA alleges, according to this article from CBSSports.com, that Harbaugh lied. I hate that word. They're, they're calling him a liar, you know, uh, lying to investigators during an initial meeting about the violations. Dishonesty to investigators is a separate level one violation in the NCAA's rule book. No lying allowed. You violated a level one rule. No lying. It appeared as if the parties were headed towards a resolution in the matter earlier this year. However, while those negotiations were ongoing, Harbaugh refused to sign a document admitting that he was dishonest during that first meeting. And if he didn't lie, I don't blame him. Because if he didn't lie, you know, and they're saying, well, we want you to admit to lying. You know, that's a, that's a big mark on somebody to admit that they're a liar. It's kind of like somebody admitting that they were snooping around somebody's email. Brett, the Wolverines coach has consistently maintained that he was not purposefully dishonest. Rather, he claims he did not remember the events. Oh, the old misremember. I don't know. <laughs> Could have been anybody. I have no. Idea. I mean, that's what I do when I get in trouble with my wife. I don't know. I don't know. Tell me you're a liar, Eric. I don't remember. How can I lie if I don't remember? He claims he did not remember the events, and I believe him. That led to the recruiting violations. Harbaugh's penalty will almost assuredly be harsher than it, what it would have been if the NCAA believed he cooperated from the onset as all four violations were at the level two variety. Wait a minute. So does that mean the level two variety is worse than level one? I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm just reading this nonsense. Sounds like it. Michigan, which is expected to begin the season as a consensus top five team, uh, and then the games are East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers. So basically, it's like playing Calvin, Hope, GVSU, and uh, Mott Community College. Multiple Wolverines assistants, including offensive coordinator 
Sharon Moore and tight ends coach Grant Newsom are expected to receive some form of punishment from the NCAA stemming from the investigation. Former Michigan defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, who left the program to join John Harbaugh, his brother, in the same position for the Baltimore Ravens, is reportedly in line for a one-year show-cause penalty that would stymie a return to college athletics. Boy, that's weird. Boy, college athletics, what a... Well, I wanted to say something nasty there, but I, I'll, I'll just not. Last year, the NCAA notified Michigan of the four alleged level two violations. Those included meeting with the two recruits during the COVID-19, there's this word again, dead period, and texting a recruit outside of a permitted window. Didn't you tell me, this is what Brett said. We were talking about this beforehand, before we started talking about it. And I go, yeah, yeah, Harbaugh's in trouble. And you said, yeah, he bought some kid a cheeseburger. I thought it was a cheeseburger situation. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. If anybody knows if Brett's crazy, 866-838-HUGE on Cheeseburger Gate, 866-838-4843. Did Har- That's your huge question of the day. Did Harbaugh get in trouble for buying some dude a cheeseburger? It's a very long, complicated sponsor. Can you help me with that again, Brett? No? <laughs> you did a great job the, the with Budweiser the last Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans huge question of the day and that is (laughs) is harbaugh in trouble for buying a dude a cheeseburger 1-866-838-HUGE 866-838-4843 it is uh eight after the hour now and i gotta be out of this nonsense by 17 after go (laughs) there's that amount of time for you to confirm or deny cheeseburger gate brett what do you see before you it's it's a thing for sure cheeseburger gate is a thing okay um give me a second here okay well the wolverines are accused of having analysts wait a minute hold on let me back up beyond the recruiting violations the wolverines are accused of having analysts perform on-field coaching duties during practice with coaches monitoring player workouts via zoom Level two violations are defined by the NCAA as, quote, less than a substantial or extensive recruiting, competitive, or other advantage. What a nightmare this is. My gosh, you can't even coach football, it seems. Brett, you've had ample time. I got you. To um, give me more info on the cheeseburger saga. So Harbaugh and Michigan football are negotiating. This is from Yahoo Sports, by the way, negotiating a a four game suspension with NCAA investigators after the Wolverines head coach reportedly lied about purchasing a hamburger for an unassigned commitment. Okay. Thank you. You've been vindicated. Thank you. Well done. It sounded so ridiculous that they would have to say, oh, Mr. Harbaugh, uh, we got word that you bought a guy a cheeseburger and uh, you're in trouble. I mean, I would be so embarrassed to even bring it up about a cheeseburger. It's a stupid rule in the first place. So dumb. It sounds like a, a old school radio management to me, you know? <laughs> When you get called into the program director's office because you said something that the ding-dong didn't like, it's like people that are just looking to validate their bloated salaries uh, going after a guy and accusing him of being a liar over a cheeseburger. So what? That's horrible. 
ladies and gentlemen, two, count them, two people are uh, making a go at swimming the 80-plus miles across Lake Michigan. All right? Two are planning on doing it. One I've met before. That would be Jim Dreyer. Jim the Shark Dreyer. This guy is an absolute legend. Could very well be the greatest open water swimmer that the world has ever known. I mean, this guy has had some unbelievable swims over the years. I think he might have even tried to swim the length of Lake Michigan. He usually does it with a charitable aspect in mind to it. And uh, I'm wondering, I tried to get Jimmy on the phone here, and I haven't, I think he might have blocked my number or something, but I'm not able to get through to him. But I was hoping to get him on the show to talk to the shark. It's been way too long. But um, these two endurance swimmers, both separate, one is Brian Huffman and one is the shark, are separately planning to freestyle swim across Lake Michigan next month. A feat that is not only difficult, according to the free press, but dangerous and has been accomplished by only a few others. There was a um, a lady swimmer who swam from uh, Cuba to the Florida Keys, which is one of the hardest things that you could ever do. I forgot her name. There was a terrific uh, documentary about her. And um, I actually interviewed her when I was across the street because that's an entirely different ball of wax, Brett, because you're swimming in the water and these vicious currents yeah. can just mess you up and knock you off course. And the next thing you know, you don't even know where you are. Now, you've got uh, boats surrounding you, but you can't get in the boat. You can't touch the boat. Some swim uh, with a ca- in, like in a cage. Like a cage is attached to a boat, and they're swimming but this keeps them safe from sharks. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and, uh, and she, I forgot her name. God, I cannot believe I'm forgetting it, but she was a, it was a great documentary about her. And, uh, but she did it without a cage, and she had to wear a protective mask on her face, Brett, to, uh, from jellyfish. Oh. Yeah. And it, it uh, well, it fell off, Brett, and the jellyfish... Uh, stung the hell out of her face and i'm not kidding you when she got out of the water it was so swollen it looked like you know uh when they found that kid in stand by me (laughs) 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 oh yeah so she comes, she comes walking out of the water. She made it, you know. But I was like, "Oh my God!" People start throwing up. It was hell, it was horrible, Brett. Well, anyway, uh, the shark's not going to have to worry about that when he's swimming, because uh, you know there's no jellyfish. Yeah, I would say don't do that anymore. Well, anyway, the shark is going to be in the water. I'm guessing that that reference might have been the high point of the bit. <laughs> no one's paying attention to anything else after that one. Brian Huffman is a 49-year-old ophthalmologist. This guy swam the English Channel last year. That's rough, too. Is uh, seeking to swim the Great Lakes for the first time. I believe that this is considerably farther of a swim, but also vicious. Is the English Channel. He's not using a wetsuit. I think the shark may be using a wetsuit, which makes you more uh, buoyant. Uh, you're you're kind of higher up in the water, but whatever. 
I think they're both fantastic. Uh, drier when he trains. I know he swims. With, <laughs> I'm dying at Brett. Still. <laughs> drier swims by uh, pulling a, a, a parachute <laughs> to increase his strength. <laughs> and uh, that is going to be fantastic. Jimmy says it's going to be a great challenge. And I'm not sure the charity that he's got lined up with. I was, ho- I was so hoping. That he, oh, that's right. The two men hope to, um, with their accomplishment, raise money for causes they care about. Huffman for swimming lessons at the Holland Michigan Aquatic Center, where he is a member for helping uh, young people, uh, especially very small babies. They have some uh, amazing programs to get kids to learn how to float on their back if they are um, ever in the water and then at risk of, if, like, if they can't swim, it's teaching them to save their own lives. Taking all of my skill not to laugh as Brett is busting up. Uh, Dreyer is suing for the Chief Petty Officers Association, a group that aims to help those enlisted in the Coast Guard. So that is fantastic. Good for those two. All right. That is going to do it. Now, in the very next segment, you got to understand... As silly as I am when I'm on the radio, the next segment, you will be hearing the voice of the previous president of the United States. Now, look, I want you to put politics aside. I don't care who you're voting for. I've got Trump on the show. Trump on sports. Now, he's a big fan of... uh, Half of the population of Michigan, you know, all the uh, people that live in like Door and Borculo and Cedar Springs. Well, anyway, he's going to be on the show for Trump on sports. We're going to break that down. Now, this actually happened yesterday on the program, but it was so good and so insightful, especially his take on golf. Trump on sports that we're doing an encore presentation, Brett. Okay, that's going to do it. Trump on Sports comes up next. This is the huge show across Michigan. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. In the den. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. After playing four straight against the National League and before playing five more against a couple of National League teams on the road, the Tigers get back to dealing with a playoff-hungry American. American League squad tonight, the Angels. And when you talk about Los Angeles, you think of one of the most unique athletes in baseball history, Shohei Otani. He is simply amazing. He has the power of Aaron Judge and is on pace for 58 homers. He has the pitching prowess of Garrett Cole and will have better numbers than when he was named MVP in 2021. On top of that, at 6'4", 210 pounds, he has 11 stolen bases. There's a reason he's nicknamed the Unicorn. We've never seen anything quite like him, but we get to see him for three straight starting tonight at Comerica Park. And we all think it's pretty cool.
Bill Simonson here with a message from my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's the new managing shareholder for Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together as one of America's top accounting and business firms. And speaking of business, if you're a business owner, decision maker, Bean Garter has retirement planning services in combination with Dorn Mayhew that can help take a lot of work off of your plate. Third-party administrator for 401k and 403b plans. They plan, document, design, and have maintenance of all plans. They can help you today. Go to BeanGarter.com for more information, annual employer reporting, Form 589955 preparation and filing, and compliance testing. So let Bean Garter help you with your retirement planning services for your company. Stronger Together now with Dorn Mayhew. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Make it a million-dollar summer with over a million in premium play. Every Saturday now through September, six lucky players win $500 premium play every half hour from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Don't miss the excitement of million-dollar summer. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. Register today. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. As I indicated, uh, I had a uh, way to weasel my way in for a brief conversation months ago with the former president, President Trump, and I guess I uh, did well enough that he's willing to occasionally... Uh, join me on the radio or on my uh, uh, awful podcast. And uh, he's joining us right now as we welcome in the former president of the United States, uh, Donald Trump. Hello, sir. How are you? Big Fred Zane, doing great. In fact, I'm on the ninth hole right now on one of the most beautiful golf courses. One of my golf courses, of course. Yeah. yeah. Now, your your courses, you say, are the best, Correct. Absolutely, they're the best. They may be the best in the entire world. I think, you know, no one, no one knows how to build these golf courses better. You know, I'm just so great at it. Well, now, are you? I didn't realize you had like a, a background in a golf course architecture. I just thought you were the money and the name behind those courses. Well, of course, you know the buildings and the golf courses. It's all. It all goes hand in hand. You got to know a lot about this stuff, and I know so much about this stuff. So much. People are always so amazed. They say, how do you know about the entire construction of a fairway? And I know so much about it. It's crazy. I walk onto one of these fields and I say, that's a fairway right there. Oh, yeah. You just call it right out. So, I mean, uh, some of the greats, Jack Nicholas has probably consulted you for advice on how to build a golf course. Of course. What, of course, he's always he's always been uh, very friendly to me. What are you more impressed with, your ability to build a golf course or a wall? 
I think I'm pretty impressed with both, by the way. I think we've built maybe, we've started building the best wall, okay, the best wall maybe ever built ever to hold out all kinds of things. It was the best wall, and the golf course is just as good. You know, the golf course is so wonderful. The lawns I have, they're so well manicured. Yes, they are the lawns, as you say. Wouldn't wouldn't now? Uh, what about the greens? How about the greens on your golf courses, sir? Of course, you know I just talked about the fairway with you. The fairway is so well constructed. I could walk into a field. I think I told you this, and I can say that's where the fairway is going to be, right there. Okay, okay. So that's it. Doesn't matter if it's a fairway or the green or the rough. It's the best ever. Well, you know, I leave the rough to the other guys. I don't, I don't get involved with all the science in that. I'm more of the fairway guy. Okay, that's where that, that's where the money's made, is what you're saying. That's right. You know, and they, they, the PGA. I've, I've, I'm so involved in that. They, they come to me. They say, we, we want this golf course. How should we set it up? And I say, wonderful things, and, and it happens, and it's great. Okay, well, that sounds uh, very uh, fantastic that you're able to pull that off, sir. And thank you once again for joining us for another edition of Trump on Sports. We had such an amazing time, sir, the first time that uh, we, we, we just had to do it again. So thank you. Right. I think I was on when I had to go to Miami for some stuff. No big deal. R- right. It was an indictment. Uh, it was the second one. You, you, uh, of course, you remember that. But that's 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 really no worry to you, right? No, the more indictments, the more powerful I become, really, when you think about it. Yeah, and I understand. Like, over the weekend, they were talking about indictment three is right around the corner, sir. So you must be excited. I'm so excited. You know, it's always amazing to see what these people can come up with right out of the woodwork. Okay, so uh, there you go. As, but that isn't the, the focus. We've got more of a sports side to this, and everybody knows. Of course. You know, I know so much about sports. Maybe the most anyone has ever known about sports more, certainly more than you big fraud well yeah absolutely and, and sir it's, uh, people have asked why you call me big fraud or big fraud zane can you maybe give them the background of calling me a fraud all the time well i have all kinds of nicknames as you know for so many people and when i first talked to you i think it was a long time ago you were holding a little uh, christmas food giveaway or something and i think we all knew you weren't gathering the food for people i think you were gathering it for yourself right, right. and that's how you got big fraud okay so i was committing fraud uh saying give me money to feed people but then i was keeping the money right okay. it's so wonderful what you do okay. we were trying to maybe get you on the campaign okay okay very good all right well there you go that that's that's why i am known officially to you as big fraud zane so i I appreciate the uh, title, if you will, sir. Well, um, now our our beloved Detroit Lions, sir, are in a bit of a uh, they had a little bit of a bad. Why are they so beloved to you, by the way, Big Fraud Zane? Every year you go on and on about how these Lions they're going to come out of a major loss and they're going to somehow. I didn't you make a prediction this year that they're somehow getting to the Super Bowl? Yes, I did. Seventeen and one, or I'm sorry, sixteen and one was the prediction. How on earth do you let's 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 unpack that? How do you see that happening? Because there's no way. Well, you know, I've just uh, first of all, I've I've uh, as they say, drank the Kool Aid. Have you ever heard that terminology? Drank the Kool Aid. It's uh, not a terminology I would use by no means, but I've heard I've heard lower people use the term. Yes. So well, uh, I, I, that's what I've done. I've drank the Kool Aid. So I think the Lions will win 16 games, sir, and lose just one. Oh, that's terrible. That's not going to happen at all. They're going to lose 
all of the games except for one. That's exactly put Donald Trump on that. That's what's going to happen. So your prediction is the Lions will be one and sixteen this year. That's right, and it, it's happened before, so it's going to happen again. We oh. all know it's going to happen again. Okay, uh, do you have a favorite football team, sir? Well, of course, of course. I'm a big fan of the uh, San Francisco, you know, the 79ers. You're, you're a big fan of the San Francisco, the 79ers, as you say. Beautiful what that organization has done. I think, I, by the way, I think Dallas is such a, such a fake club. Such a fake club that's come out of Dallas. It's so sad. Well, wait a minute. You were just talking about the 79ers, as you said, and then you immediately started talking about the Dallas Cowboys. That, that, I, I'm having a hard time keeping up with all this. You got to listen. You're on the radio now, Big Fraud Zane. You got to keep tracking. I can't teach you how to do broadcasting 101 on the fly here. Okay. So uh, you know everything there is to know about football. You can build golf courses, and you know everything there is to know about the radio. Fairways, the fairways, by the way, the fairways, these people, they come up to me, they say, How do you know about all this fairway science? <laughs> yeah, as you refer to them, the lawns. Right, the beautiful lawns. You should see them. You were down in Florida. Didn't even stop by. No, I couldn't. I couldn't, sir. I know the invite was there, but I didn't want to be there. There was there was a lot going on at the time. I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess things up for you. Well, uh, that's very considerate. So so not like you. I like that, Mr. President. You used to work with my cousin. That's how this all got started. Because she uh, was uh, working with you and working with the campaign and. Uh, and that's how this all started, and I was lucky enough to get uh, the connection. How was it like working with my cousin? You know, I know so many people, Big Fraud. You've got to be far more far more transparent with me on who, who it is that you work with. I don't know your cousin next to nobody. Okay, never mind that. Never mind that. Uh, sir, back to sports. The, the Lions just I lost. So many people, they know me. They know me. Yes, of course. The Lions just lost their uh, one of their cornerbacks, C.J. Gardner Johnson. Uh, what do you, What do you know about him? How are they? What's the next step for the Lions, sir? Well, the thing is, first of all, I understand. I was listening to your podcast this morning. I think you're marrying your cousin. So weird, by the way. <laughs> the second thing about C.J. Johnson, I I don't know next to nothing about him because he's such a loser. You know, I don't pay attention to the losers. He's a loser. I mean, I, the, the guy is one of the most sought-after free agents, and uh, he, him coming to Detroit was huge. You're going to see. You're going to see. Well, in, in small town Detroit, of course, it's big. I don't even know how that little town has a football club anymore. It's maybe worse than Dallas. We don't know. <clears throat> They're looking into it. They're looking into it, and I don't think he's that big of a deal. I think he's maybe weak. Maybe okay. weak. He's maybe weak. Okay, so no, no big loss there. Gotcha. Uh, Tigers look like they're going to win. Last check, they were leading five to one, sir. Your thoughts? They're going to lose. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. Of course, they're going to lose. You're going to see all of a sudden at the end of this game, ninth inning. They're gonna they're gonna have the away team. I don't know who they're playing. I can't keep up. I'm on the golf course for crying out loud. But they're going to get like three runs in on Detroit, and Detroit loses so miserably. It's like the same story over and over again. Well, actually, it just went final, and they and the Tigers won, sir. It's probably fake. You're probably watching Fox or something. Uh, okay. Uh, so there's that. Anything else on your mind, sports-related, that you'd like to cover, sir? You've, you've gone really – you've taken some really deep dives so far on golf, radio, indictments, football, and baseball. Well, I think the real sport, of course, is golf. You know, they were just on – have you been watching in the morning? Uh, 
in the more wait a minute no are you talking about like the british open or the open championship yes of course it's such a great great uh, broadcast that was on the other day right all i know is that an american one i didn't but that i couldn't tell you anything more than that I couldn't tell you anymore either. I was hoping that maybe the sports guy could fill me in. You know, I, I'm going town to town on these rallies. I can't keep up with everything. And you're supposed to be that guy. You said you'd be that guy, sir. Uh, when you were uh, when you were getting ready today, I understand that as the weekend was approaching, you were all in on the new Jason Aldean song. Are you are you big fan? You're, oh you're big fraud, Zane. We can't. This is so typical of you. You're doing the typical. You're trying to be like Howard Stern. Let's do a normal interview. And then at the end, I'm going to throw in complete garbage. And now you've upset me once again. You've upset me once again. We've got to get into this. The truth is, listen, the truth is, okay, never heard the song. They tell me it's great. The people, they tell me it's great. And we need songs at the rallies. We need songs like you wouldn't believe. So we got we got our line behind something. He's big fraud. Okay, well, there you go. Now that, he just hung up. That's it. I've upset. You see what happened, Brett? I, uh, I I I I wasn't sure if I should bring up the Jason Aldean thing, and he just he just hung up. Everything huge, twenty four seven at thehugeshow.net. Find savings for all subjects when you shop back to school at Meyer. Start every day on a tasty note with Kellogg's or Post Breakfast cereal for three forty nine, and start shopping early with deals like select name brand and fashion backpacks for twenty percent off, and Crayola crayons or Elmer's glue for just fifty cents. Plus, get Meyer seventy sheet notebooks for just thirty five cents. Find it all in one place and for the right price at Meyer, where you pay the same low Meyer price no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking the Labatt. Hold it. Did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking a Labatt? How about a Labatt blue light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, you can do it! It's a left to right break, just outside the cup, a touchdown hill. Appreciate the support. You guys mind if I putt now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Best putt ever. Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer 
2023, Labatt, USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt Regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, Limited. Hey, buddy, where's my Labatt Blue Light? He made the putt for crying out loud. I want my Labatt Blue Light. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is live all across Michigan. Eric Zane filling in for Bill. Uh, well, he won't be in tomorrow, Brad. It's going to be you and Jeff Risden. Jeff will be here on Wednesday and Thursday, of course, uh, covering the Lions. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he'll be discussing uh, some of his heavy metal adventures. He is an unbelievable heavy metal fan. I didn't know that last time I found, I found that out last time I uh, you huh the son is also a fantastic uh, young basketball player so that's uh, kind of like consuming a lot it's his, it's family time and writing about the Detroit Lions time I think Brett uh, uh Brett I think that he just did like some type of uh, life update I don't know if you saw that on his uh, Twitter he announced that he has to um he's spinning a bunch of plates you know and he had to like stop one of his uh things that he's doing because he's it's consuming him, you know? Really? Yeah, it's just doing so many different things. So I'll let him explain that uh, because uh, I'll ruin it, and then he'll call me and say, you got uh, zero of that accurate. Uh, Brett, I wanted to go over with you the uh, name of the uh, lady who swam from Cuba to uh, the Florida Keys. We talked about that at the beginning of the hour. We were yeah. talking about Jim the Shark Dryer. And uh, him and another dude are swimming across Lake Michigan for charity, which just sounds incredibly hard. Diana Nyad was that lady who swam from Cuba to Florida without the use of a shark cage for protection. A 110-mile swim uh, from Havana to Key West through the jellyfish and shark-infested waters through the Straits of Florida in about 53 hours and i had the pleasure of interviewing her after and i watched that documentary ahead of time and like no joke she had this had this homemade protective mask because something like that didn't exist and it failed and so then uh the uh, jellyfish oh my god her face looked like hamburger when that thing was done still recovering from it this to this day probably and that was 10 years ago Diana Nyad, I cannot believe I forgot her name. Great documentary about her. Normally, at this time, Brett, we've got the fun governor in here, but, I mean, it's not looking like he's going to join us. We have a few minutes. He probably just got held up with something. Is this a frequent thing? Like, Bill tries to get him on, and he's not there, and then... no. Hunting him down. He's got jet setting. I don't know who he's probably entertaining people. Probably. He's the fun governor. When you're known as the fun governor, for God's sake, that's it. That doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room to ever be in a bad mood. Who gave him the name the fun governor? Was that a bill thing? I'm assuming it was a bill thing. Because I love it. I like it too. As much as I hate the fact that he calls you Superfly for no apparent reason, (laughs) I've always loved 
him referring to you as the fun governor. Uh, so now I'm in kind of in a tight spot here, Brett, because I don't know if I should go ahead and start like going down the list of things to do at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort or no, no, not even the Kane Brown show on August 3rd. Ooh. Is that like up your alley? Yeah. You're I uh, know. Okay. Um, all right. So if you're just tuning in, um, the big news of course was the Detroit lions with Jameson uh, Williams going down with a, uh, with a knee injury. And uh, we were talking earlier in the show with Jeremy Reisman about how that uh, could help out some of the other uh, players. They're giving them a shot at, uh, at more playing time, being the fact that uh, he is going to be missing the first six games of the season as well. You can get more information when you follow Jeremy Reisman on Twitter, at Detroit Lion, which I think on the air I refer to him as at Detroit Online the first time. You said it wrong. I did. I did. Just and then, now, though, you just said it wrong. No, I said lion. The first time you said at Detroit Lion. I did? Yes. Oh, for God's sake. Well, that's a horrible handle, at Detroit on Lion. I like it. At Detroit on Lion on Twitter. Jeremy from the uh, POD show, Pride of Detroit podcast. That Brett listens to all the time. Brett, have you ever on the uh, on the radio here discussed the podcast that you do? No, no, no. Bill's no. brought it up, but that was a while ago, a long time ago. Did he ask you questions about? No, about your not podcast? really. He just tried to figure out what the name was. Yeah, I don't even like saying it. It's yeah. it's it's it's, it's it well, sounds strange. It's, it's testy. I'd it, say it's a sports podcast. And um, you know, kind of like uh, you, you'll turn on, you'll turn on. A sh- you make me laugh with that, Brett. Kind of like a show might be called like on the bench or the sixth man or in the huddle, and uh, you call it balls out. Yes, with Ben Glaze and Brett Hayes. Ben Glaze and Brett Hayes. Yeah, so the, the, the Glaze and Hayes. Yep. Okay, so you guys talk sports? Oh, that? it's 24-7 Okay, sports. I knew it. I knew it. Yes. I knew it. So that is, uh, that's a weekly show. Yep. Um, should I encourage him to seek it out? Uh, sure balls did. out with Ben Glaze and Brett Hayes. You've been doing that show for years now. Yeah, I think like four years. Once a year or once a, once a week. Once a week, Not, yeah. not once a year. That's what we aim for. Yeah, you've done four shows in four yeah. years. Yep. Once a week you do that show. Um, I remember there was one time you were like pretty stoked because um, – like there was one of those shaving companies reached out to you guys about doing a sponsorship. <laughs> they did, like yeah. just for men or something. I don't know. I don't know who it was exactly. Uh, something razor, Harry razors, manscape. They were like, hey, what yeah. did, did that ever work out? You ever get that? No, we needed like five thousand listeners, I think, or something. And we you, you needed five thousand. Yeah, we don't have that many listeners. Okay, so. all right, all right. Anything with Timmy? Nothing. Nothing. No, it's okay. We'll catch uh, up with them later. You need to know that at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, they're always uh, having uh, amazing shows. Pitbull, Brett, is going to be all over that, rescheduled from uh, July 9th. That is Saturday, August 19th. The 24th, Carrie Underwood. you got to be a fan of her. Love her. Oh, my gosh. She's one of those chicks who, when she's like 75 years old, she's still going to be really attractive. True. You know? She's just going to defy the odds. She keeps getting better as she ages. James Taylor, I know you're a fan of that one. I actually uh, am, yes. Saturday, August 26th. Um, Disturbed. 
Monday, September 4th, the fund governor said he really wanted to get uh, some some a big push on that one. How about this? Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight. Uh, you know, honestly, I didn't I thought Gladys Knight was dead, but for God's sake, there she is. Friday, October 13th. Awesome. That's gonna be fun. Impractical Jokers, two shows on Friday, October 27th, Brett, 7 and 10 p.m. The doctor, Ken Ken Jung, the guy from The Hangover. Yeah. Uh, how do you say that last name? Is it Jung? Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Uh, Saturday, November 18th. I'm guessing that stand-up. He's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking to November. Wheel of Fortune, Friday, November 24th. Um, I don't think they're bringing Pat Sajak or Vanna White for that, but still, Pat Sajak leaving. That's the end of the road for him. They got to replace him with somebody. Vanna is probably still going to. She's still hot in my eyes. Ryan Seacrest is taking over. That's right. I did see that. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, that's uh, two shows, 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. Uh, check out the Soaring Eagle Casino box office online for tickets and information. And uh, that is officially what is happening out at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. They got the steakhouse there. They got tons of fun stuff. Go gamble your face off. Spend some money. Bring your lovely better half and enjoy. And then uh, see if you can check in on the Bill Simonson suite. That's one with a uh, a giant <laughs> a giant hot tub. Uh, it's it's shaped like him. Um, so you're actually going to be inside of Bill, uh, metaphorically. Uh, full of water so you can get jump into the bill simonson hot tub at uh in in the huge suite and the bed is shaped like a big heart uh and uh and all sorts of great things going on there uh above the bed is a giant you know those uh, uh things you that uh people they're called uh it's like it's like their face it's right above the bed this giant heart bed with bill's face above it it's fantastic so ask about the Bill Simonson suite, and uh, you can check that out at uh, Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Look, hey, that is my time, Brett. Uh, Risden tomorrow. I want to thank Marty Boer uh, for uh, championing me on this show. Bill Simonson for being so supportive. And uh, Shep over there in Detroit for uh, actually requesting me. Makes me feel good. Makes me feel wanted when you're a loser like me who used to be in radio and now has been shown the door everywhere he's gone. Uh, that's a real boost to the ego. And thanks to you and all the callers who called in today and been part of the show. All right, that's going to do it for me, Jeff Riz. And tomorrow, this is The Huge Show Across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.